0: G'day guys, welcome to this episode of Aussie English, I am here with my mate Matt, and we were out today having coffee, and Matt brought up the fact that he reckons he has a bit of a bogan accent, so I was like, alright, I've I've, uh, inherited one, (laughs) you know, so. I thought it would be a good opportunity to get him on the podcast for you guys, just so that we (laughs) can have a chat about things, and Matt's done quite a few interesting things, like I guess we just start and see where it goes, but where did we meet? We met in like...
1: marine Zoology. in Zoology. Point- in third year biology. Yeah. 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 It started so, the... Yeah. So, what? January, February? So, that probably. would have been about eight years ago. Yeah. 2009. Far out. That's a long time. Yeah.
0: So, since then, I went on and did a Master's after that, and you took some time off, right? And went and did, um... I-
1: Worked, I worked for three years in mining, and then I well, was a geologist. I didn't do any mining, uh, so like, that was I didn't, we... do, I didn't do much geology either, really. <laughs> <laughs> so we
0: we differed, I guess. I did like straight biology, but yeah. your undergrad was both, wasn't it? Geology and entomology, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what was that like? What made you do both? What, why were you interested in both rocks uh, and animals?
1: Oh, so, I wasn't interested in rocks, um, so I did a uh, did science degree because of uh, zoology, uh, so I originally wanted to do vet, and then I did, we did a bit of zoology um, at school and I thought, well, my behaviour is pretty cool, I'd like to get into conservation, uh, and then first year uni, I remember seeing the earth science building and thought, well, would anyone be interested in reading, learning about rocks? It just seemed like the the weirdest thing ever, uh, but then I heard the truck drivers got about 100k a year first year out, so I thought, well, I could do this to pay off my hex, and I thought, well, I'll just do one subject so I get a bit of an idea. And then I thought, well, I'll just double major. Because at that time, so that was 2007, the mining boom was going crazy and geologists were getting plucked out of uni before they'd even finished degrees. I remember that as well. So I was just like, well, I don't mind sort of getting treated as royalty for a few years to look at a couple of rocks. Uh, But then in 2008, everything went to uh, crap. And uh, things didn't go that smoothly at first, but uh, yeah, it picked up. And then I think I threw in the towel after a few years, and uh, went um, I went travelling. Yeah, what was
0: that like? So you finished your undergrad, you done geology, and you did get plucked, or you got you know you applied for a job and got given a job. <laughs> so I was up in a, New
1: South Wales. So I had a job uh, off Facebook. Really? <laughs> I applied for all these places like BHP, and, uh, BHP in Rio, and Exit um, and And what are they? All, what are those companies? Uh, they're, the, they're some of the biggest resource companies in the world, certainly Australia, so, um, and, um, and uh, because there wasn't a lot of jobs going, one of the top blokes in our sort of class, um, in terms of like grades-wise, he, he got an enviro, enviro job for about 50k. Uh, And I thought, well, if he's he's getting that, although I'm in big trouble because I didn't attend very regularly uh, in in general. Even zoology, which I really enjoyed. I I wasn't always in class. Uh, I was at home uh, doing nothing. Um, So, um, anyway, I applied for this job on Facebook and was in coal seam gas and uh, I was to discover how bad that is. And it's it's just weird spending three years and... uh, in an industry that you despise and I hated it even at the time so it was, it was a weird, a very weird three years but I met some pretty interesting people uh, during that time. So, yeah.
0: tell us about that. What was it like? You left obviously. You got the job on Facebook then yeah. and then what? Did they just fly you straight up there and you were in the thick of it? You were yeah, just so, the so, deep I, end? so I was
1: 21 and I was a supervisor on, uh, on uh, mine sites um, trying to tell people that old enough to be my grandfather, what to do, and <laughs> when you got like a 60-year-old driller who's been doing it for more than half his life, um, you, you just need to be as, you don't, you want to just keep out of their hair, and uh, I think, I think geology in the industry is uh, more, um, your ability, not that, not so much about what you know about rocks, but more your ability to keep away from the drillers when they're in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, so, and I was good at doing that, so like, they they tend to like me, because I always had lots of movies on my hard drive, so this is before people, we all streamed everything, so, you know, I'd, I'd give them, you know, like a thousand movies, and you know, I was their best mate, <laughs> uh, and if anything went bad, well, I'd just not report it, and then no one would get in trouble, and they'd just get on with it, so... I uh, and at the end of the day I didn't care about the industry at all, so as long as we're all having fun and we're all getting paid <laughs> It's absolutely cow it's such a cowboy industry. Like I've I've heard stories about like a decade, two decades beforehand and uh, uh and it's a lot better then but like I mean compared to like any nine to five city job, mining's uh So what's it like?
0: Go into that. Tell us so what are these, these drillers? Tell us what they do and then what were some of the stories you heard? What was it like in the past compared to what it's like today?
1: Uh, well, I mean, you, you can't drink on site anymore. Anymore? No, no. So, I think back in the day, I think in the <laughs> the 80s, I mean, a lot, I, I sort of heard stories of, you know, stories, and that sort of thing. If, like, they drink, you know, they drink a slab or a, a car Oh, this is actually the, the stuff you want, isn't it? So, a slab or carbon or... Yeah, whatever you want to Which call is it. Like twenty-four beers. Twenty-four beers. So like smashing one of them wall at work. One um, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then hitting the pub that night, and then smashing another slab, and then and then calling that a day. And then I've heard worse stories of that. I heard like some of the drillers smoke like three cartons, like no two two cartons. So not of not cigarettes. like not like a deck. A carton. How much is a carton? How many singles? I've heard like 10 or something. So, that, that number doesn't make sense because that's like 20 decks. But apparently, there's this one guy and he's... I don't know what the condition is. Is it jaundice? I know you jaundice when your eyes go like yellowy. But like uh-huh. the, his skin... Just from so, so much from pain. From like liver failure as well, uh-huh. I think, that your skin can go that yellowy color. And this... You just get some units out there, and there's still <laughs> some of the old, the old school guys there. I remember, there's a guy from uh, I think it's QBC, uh, QGC. What does that stand for? I think it's QGC, um, Queensland Gas Company. I think it's something like that. And um, and um, he had about three teeth in his mouth, covered in moles, morbidly, morbidly obese. But then he kind of had a really like refined sort of uh, accent. But he was just. He, he, he just—he looked like a human equivalent of Jabba the Hutt. It was yes. disgusting, and uh, yeah, so just, this is where you would go so to like, see
0: a lot of the real rough Australians are in this industry. You do.
1: This is exploration. So when I worked on a mine site, it was less so. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, he still had some. You still had a, a bit of that. Also, don't want to say too much as well because if it goes on Facebook and like some of the guys <laughs> I haven't seen him for a few years, but I still like them as well. And they've, they've got jobs, so, um, so you know if you don't have to go into the specifics, I'm just interested. What are the characters like? Yeah, funny.
0: and so what was it's the probably, accent?
1: You, you could you could imagine. Um, yeah, I just just to just say too that uh, well, this actually refers to the accent a bit, so. If you've got uh, 300 guys in one spot together, Mm. you get a bit of an alpha thing going where and it's almost like who can be the biggest dickhead. It, 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 really? the, 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 the worst person you are, the more it's celebrated to a point. So, yeah. you know, like the F word's replaced by the C word and it's literally used for everything. Yeah. So... This uh, is what
0: happens when women are taken out of the
1: equation. We're animals. And, uh, <laughs> and it, 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 it's, but then also, too, the awareness of that actually makes it a whole mu- lot more fun. So, you know, when you're literally just sitting there and, you know, it'd be 7 in the morning, I'd rock up and then I'm like, oh... Um, you pick, you're literally picking each other apart, and yeah. that's, it's 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 uh, who can be the cruelest to each other, and then who can handle it the best, and yeah. and uh, yeah, so it's tricky because like uh, I I don't want to like repeat a lot of it. <laughs> you, don't <laughs> you don't have to, to but, so, then, yeah. but, but then but it's sort of like well, in terms of the accent element, I I know I know some sayings that which I wasn't used to is like in New South Wales they so they say um, like hey.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, at the end of sentence. Oh
1: like A and hey. Like Queensland a lot they'll go A hey, Like oh, I feel like dinner A or something like that. Yeah. That's yeah. a really pronounced thing that it doesn't seem to happen that much in Victoria. And that caught on. When I started doing it a bit and I think sometimes I still do it a bit now. Um, hey. A. A. E. E. H A. Um and uh, what's the other one? Oh heaps heaps good yeah, something's yeah. heaps
0: good, yeah. But that's not even really slang, that's... Well, I guess it is,
1: but it's like... It's almost
0: bad grammar. It's,
1: yeah, it is. It's really good. No, it's heaps good. It's heaps good, and, and, and then I was, um... There was actually a song, I can't remember the song, but they go, it was heaps good, and i like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> but then after a while, you hear it a lot, then you start using it yourself, and I'm like, no! You adapt. <laughs> no, yeah. So, was yeah. it hard
0: for you at first? Because that's what a lot of my listeners, and a lot of people watching this are gonna yeah. be thinking, you know... When we come to Australia, is it going to be difficult talking with Australians? And I guess I wanted to show that even for other Australians, it can be difficult, right?
1: Yeah. Well, when I'm... you
0: first go out there, not just necessarily that you don't understand the accent, but they start using slang terms or expressions you don't understand. And, and even you, as a native speaker, yeah. have to learn those things and then become part of the...
1: Well, it's almost like, well, you would have, you, you, you've heard of them all. You know, some stuff like Bonza. Yeah. There was that, that ad campaign or whatever years ago that, that Bonza, like, I don't know what that was of. Can you remember mm-hmm. that at all? Uh, like, I remember vaguely. I didn't vaguely. know it was an actual real thing. And then um and then I heard one of the guys saying, oh, yeah, nah, I picked up this girl last night. Yeah, she was a real Bonza chick. I'm like, wait, is that a thing? Like, people actually say yeah, Bonza. yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that um, old mate actually I didn't know what <laughs> old mate meant that was probably the only thing that I, I didn't understand so when they'd be like oh, oh, I'm going to go get old mate and I'm like well, who's old mate Like it, someone that you've known for ages and they'd use it on strangers <laughs> they'd say oh yeah old mate did this I'm like oh yeah where'd you meet him I like oh I just met him Like I was with you what do yeah. you mean I'm like, but you called him old mate like, what are you talking about? And, like, I think that's... Uh, it's just become, like, a slang term for someone, right? For someone, yeah. For be anyone. anyone. And um, I just went and got this dude, this mate, this guy, anyone. old mate. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and old love, that's not used very commonly, but uh, sometimes for the girls, it's old love. But I've heard that a handful of times. But uh, old mate's infectious, so it's... It gets thrown (laughs) around so much that you start using it all the time. Oh mate, we'll get it. Yeah, it's crazy how words
0: words and expressions catch on like that. Because I remember hearing that for the first time. I think after high school, one of my friends kept saying it. Yeah, and I was like, he was from the country. Yeah. Yeah out in Shepparton, so of Victoria, mm. and I remember being like, what the hell does this mean? And then he explained it to me, and I was like, it kind of has this ring to it, like this, yeah. it sounds cool, and be like, yeah, I was hanging out with the old mate. it's clued, inclusive, if you're part of the Yeah, street. it's so it's funny that. how things like that catch on, and then, but yeah, it is like, those kinds of expressions and terms are only really used by Australians with other Australians because yeah. it is just so confusing. Yeah, And I think too, because it's not absorbed by everyone yeah. who speaks English in Australia, it's only used by those groups that yeah. it's hard to use holistically because it's just not common. But um, you do, until you
1: go into those areas. You do see, like, in terms of, especially the geologists, you get a lot of uh, people in 457s, uh, a lot of people from the UK, they soak it up real quick. I yeah. They, they love it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, some of the the Indian people I worked with, it's pretty funny hearing uh, the, the Indian accent, well, I'm sure there's more than one, but, like, um... But you know, people from 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 India who'd spent you know less than six months in Australia, yeah. you know, saying "old mate" and um, yeah, 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 and uh, you know, "how are you?" and just you know, all, all, all the slang and just incorporating it in, and it's just hilarious to see like the cutoff in their own accents when they're trying yeah. to emulate it. And um, um, but also too, like we loved them when we loved it when that happened as well.
0: So, so. what advice would you have if you were? Someone who's recently come to Australia and is going to be working with these kinds of guys or, you know, people in general, it doesn't just have to be men, but what is the kind of advice you would have for someone becoming friends with these people, working with these people, learning to understand the accent and these terms? I think
1: think that um, just ask them directly what it means. I mean, it it could be hard though if um, some of the real country, country guys are... so you know, if you you know, like reach Central Queensland, where some of the guys are just uh, country is very country, yeah. uh, rough as rough as. Um, you, you, you literally can't pull them up on every on every single point because they it's just slang with everything. So I think you just have to listen and. And uh, you, eventually you'll hear sentences in context and you pick up on it. But if you if you hear a repeating element that's repeated a lot, like old mate is, yeah. uh, pull them up on that. And then I think all the other terms will fall into place in time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that that would be the, the biggest one. Because that's one because I'm still English. Yeah. I'm still yeah. Aussie English. I'm like, still obvious. Same country. I still understood them. Um, but that's really the only term I I sort of struggled with, uh, that I can remember. Um, but a lot of it was just centered, structure and grammar. It was a bit different. Yeah. Um, and, and and you you just work that out after a while, I think. It's just So, So it was surprising actually. You think as Australia is quite young, we don't have the same variation in accents or even language, um, in you know, other countries so like Europe, where you you know you drive an hour and it's a different language in certain parts, but um, but we, we do have quite a bit of variation between the states and even within states if you're really listening for it. Yeah. And um, uh, I, they they knew that I was from Melbourne just for how I said Melbourne, so, which I don't think a lot of Victorians realise. that We say Melbourne different than yeah. Uh, yeah that's so what's the, the difference? Way. Can you say it? Or Melbourne. I, I don't That's know. That's how we would say it. I, but... I, I don't know. For me, I don't understand what I'm saying. They're, they're just <laughs> like, oh, the way you say Melbourne, say it again. I'm like, what do you mean? And it's not that they're like Melbourne. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just say it seemingly the same as me, but um, yeah. they can hear the difference. Somehow. They call us Mexicans
0: because they're south of the yeah. border. And... So, I guess, too, yeah. one of the points that I wanted to get at yeah. was how do you penetrate that kind of culture, too? Because a lot of foreigners have trouble when they come here. A lot of the guys that listen and chat yeah. to me tell me how hard it is when they are working as tradies or in groups with guys who are really rough, use a lot of slang and just, I guess that culturally, not, not bogan Australian, but those kind of, those small guy groups that yeah. are really hard to penetrate yeah. and become friends with and yep. they feel like they work there for a year, for two years and even then they're not really in the group. What sort of advice would you have? Because it can be hard for even you and me, right? Yeah. If we go to these kinds of places, a lot of the time we're treated the same yeah. in that we aren't originally from there, we don't speak like them, we don't use the same language as them, yeah. and we get treated as a, a bit like outsiders, and it takes us a little bit of, of
1: time to get into the group. I think the biggest thing is not taking what they say seriously and being able to take a joke. I saw some people that couldn't. Uh, I literally saw one guy on a drew rig scrubbing a drill rig with a toothbrush. Like, that stuff still can happen. And it was a guy that uh, didn't know when to shut up uh, and didn't know how to take a joke. He liked to give them, but couldn't take them. And he got himself in a situation that he sort of created for himself. But I think if, if, you, can, if you can take a joke, if you, if you can at least try to be, um, make some jokes as well, um, um, you know, like, even just talking to them, like generally, even a lot of the ones that are, are, are more confronting or or sort of intimidating looking are very laid back and quite quite friendly. Even the ones that seem to be really grouchy, some of them are the friendliest blokes, and their 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 grouchiness or apparent hostilities, are, it's all show. And it's they're, when they're on their the job work. and they're stressed out. You know, if, if they're swearing and carrying on, after a while you hear it enough and you're just like, ah, oh, he's he's alright. He's just ha- he's having a sook. But I think the biggest thing, too, is that if you, if you are going to... Uh, I think a lot of those crew groups, that they, they, they really are respected if you, you pay out on them, but then you can take a joke in turn. Yeah. But you've got to be careful when doing it. You've got to really read the situation. Yeah. Uh, so maybe don't start with... Walking up and, and dropping the C bomb and being like, "Hey, you you see like <laughs> no no," and then and then you know if, if they're angry and then you call them a bunch of sooks, well that that won't work very well. You, <laughs> well, you know, you you find you you'd on bricks, but um, but um, but um. um, but, um in saying that, even like after work, if, if a lot of these guys go to the bar and that sort of thing. And I'm not saying that, like, in order to fit in with Aussie culture, yeah. sort of in rural areas, you have to be a raging alcoholic. But, um, you know, even just spending the time, even if it's an hour or two, a couple of days of the week, if, if they do end up going to somewhere, just joining in and just getting chatted with them. Yeah. People are going to start loosening up after work, and it's a that's, that's a good time to really sort of, like, um, edge your way in. And, yeah. People a lot more open than they like to let on, I think. It's um, funny because it feels yeah. so much like high school. Yeah. Like, we... Yeah. I, I don't know. It's guy, guy, guys are... We, we mature in our own little way, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's all it's, its all a big boy. You get a bunch of guys together and the kids, like...
0: Yeah. Like, you know, know. And You mop. kind of have to be able to turn it on and off, right? Mm. Like, in these situations, and that's part of the... I don't know, the delicacy. When you get in here, it's... I think, and it's not just an it's not just a um, English speaking. What do I want to say? It's not just foreigners that suffer from this. When Americans come to Australia, or English mm. people come
1: to Australia, <laughs> well, they're foreigners. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's English straight, language. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not
0: just ESL learners yeah. who have yeah. this problem. It's Americans, British people. You know, they come to to Australia and they suffer the same thing. Where they go to places like this, they get jobs working with other Aussies. Yeah and they don't get the Aussie humour and the Aussie culture of teasing one another yeah. as a way of showing that you like someone yeah. and if you can't take a joke and you can't show that you can be teased yeah and then brush it off and tease back yeah you're that's when people get uncomfortable and almost don't like you because they don't they know they can't joke with you yeah yeah and that's i feel like that's I've had a lot of listeners of the podcast say that we just like, they see many of these people, they say things to me, they're, I don't understand. And
1: they're just testing water with you a lot. Exactly. Like, I, I noticed that part the, of it is you just have to get used
0: to ignoring what people say and not taking it literally, right? Yeah. Especially, this is for Americans, for British people too, because yeah. they get really offended when yeah. they're not used to the Australian
1: humour. Yeah. Because, like, Americans. I find, I find people from the UK tend to be pretty good at it. Yeah. They, they, they tend to, but um, uh, the, the Americans can be quite uh, literal. Uh, I suppose it depends in what area you're in as well, but the, 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 some, some Americans that I've met can be quite literal and uh, they, they think that you're openly offending them. And the problem with that is it causes a kind of uh, ripple effect there because then Aussies Find oh, that hilarious in itself, so and well, he's no doing it. Yeah, it's almost like you find the chink in the armor, yeah, or the the weak
0: spot, right? And then you just keep picking at it, and that's picking it. at it, and picking at it. So you yeah. almost have to practice tolerance and having a thick skin. That's it. When it comes to how these people may treat you, you know, I mean, within reason, obviously there is a line, and that's what you have to get used to because there can be bullying and, and nastiness. Yeah, of course. But at the same yeah. time, if someone is joking around with you and says to you something like hey, dickhead, how's it going, mate? You know, thats they're not calling you a dickhead as in, yeah. oh, we hate you and we think you're an idiot and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just Australians seem to be a lot more loose with their, the way that they'll with look, their look abuse. with someone. Loose with yeah, the abuse, Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and it is... I guess my advice would be just don't take everything personally straight away and try and read the situation and get used to it and see how they treat other people that they're obviously friends with because if they're treating you the same way... Yeah. And they're treating their friends that way, then it's not a sign that... And in a
1: very weird way, if they're, if, if they're abusive, if they're as abusive, say, to you as they uh, are to their own friends, then you need to start to think, well, is it really abuse or is this just how he is? And exactly. In a weird sort of way, is this actually a good thing? If he's talking to me the same way as his friends, well, maybe yeah. he might actually like me. I remember so, having when I started jujitsu and yeah. going to the um,
0: gym, Yeah, I remember this one guy there was always poking fun at me. Yeah. And I was just like, even as an Australian, I was just like, what is up with this? Like, does he just not like me? Yeah. And I remember talking to him one day and he's like, man, if I didn't like you, I just wouldn't talk to you. Yeah. I just wouldn't say anything. Yeah. I'd ignore you. And that is what, probably one of those things to take into account is in these sorts of situations, if someone's teasing you and still, you know, to an extent. Yeah. But if they're not ignoring you and they're still laughing and they're kind of friendly but using some of these words that may confuse you. Don't have the automatic reaction of
1: being offended because that will,
0: yeah, that will probably lead to um, them going further with that. And yeah, or, or they'll know.
1: start to feel a bit awkward, and then they might not do it again for a while, and then yeah. it can it could just it can just make it the whole situation can feel a bit weird. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Side notes. We're talking about. <laughs> get, a thick, get a thick skin and be yeah. able to handle insults a little bit within
1: reason. That's it. And get used to it. Probably expect it too, if you're working with a lot of guys. Expect it. Yeah. yeah. And it can be a lot of fun. Um, friendly insulting uh, can be fun. Yeah. I, I find that hard. Not everyone does it, and it's hard to explain to people that um, aren't into it, but um, but, um, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, well,
0: we can finish up there,
1: man. I sort of don't even know what we talked about. I <laughs> try. To, we try to keep it to something relevant to Aussie English, but sort of <laughs> everywhere. I wanted
0: them. <laughs> I wanted them to get exposure to your accent. And man, I think we use so many slang terms in there. I was just thinking, some of the times you drop these things, and I'm like, I didn't like, even think I did. And, yeah. I was know. like, I hope when I go back over this, I'm gonna be able to remember what he said because I don't use
1: that. And sometimes when you listen over things and try and transcribe it, you're like. What? Yeah, well, I remember when I was in uh, South America. I one thing I liked is you, you speak slow and you pronounce your words properly. And yeah, uh, and I thought, no, this is good. It's like sort of correcting my accent or whatever. Because you know Aussies can slur a bit as well. I don't think yeah. a lot of Aussies realise that, but we we, can, we slur through our sentences sometimes. And and uh, but then as soon as so, I was like, alright, this is getting again, a bit better, I'm pronouncing words correctly, that yeah. sort of thing, uh, but then as soon as you see one Aussie, it just all goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's, just, it's a battle. It's, it's funny up, how that,
0: that happens, doesn't? I remember doing that too, where I went to Queensland and used to do research on turtles, Yeah. and we would go up there and you'd be in a group, yeah. and it would just come out, you'd have, you know, you wouldn't realise, you sound, like I remember being asked, Are you English? Yeah. When I first went up there, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm just from Melbourne. Like, but that's weird too, because then a, and then my accent came out after a, a month up there. I come yeah. back to Melbourne and everyone's like, Jesus, man, you're full bogan.
1: But when I was in Central America, I had a few people who thought I was English. Yeah. And this is really weird, because one guy said, um, he said, are you sure you're not English? Your parents are, your language isn't as vulgar as a lot of Australians. I'm like, it's <laughs> the opposite, man. Like, mm. I, I told people at home just because I knew they'd find that hilarious, but... I, I've got quite a lot of people thinking I was English and I don't really understand that at all. I think it's it's, difficult it's so, me, right? Even if like, I'm in a group of other Aussies, they pick me out as thinking that I had spent time in England. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really, I don't get that.
0: I think that's just the, I don't want to sound, you know, I think it's the education thing. The longer you've been in... Education, yeah. going through high school, going through university—the longer you stay around those those organisations, I think one because you're around people who are more educated,
1: yeah. And oh. Speak with
0: a more clear accent, and yeah. you're around so many foreigners, so that you have to speak with a more clear accent. Yeah, okay. I think that's part of the reason. At least personally, yeah, I have a more neutral Australian accent, yeah, than I would have if I had left. High school and gone to become a tradie or something in Werribee or in the middle of Australia, yeah. And then had that, you know, instead of saying Australia,
1: I would say Sprawia, you know, like Australia. you just start Australia, getting there. Yeah. A... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in Year, in year Seven, like, uh, like I used to call that like, toilet toilet. Yeah. Oof, oh, yeah to- oh, I I got rid of that pretty quick. <laughs> I thought that was normal. I was like, oh, toilet, and then the class was laughing at me. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Alright. We should probably end up here, man. Thank Thank you so much for the interview. See you guys.